This is what we scrounge up from breakfast with JB on 92.9. Head towards Christmas. The thing I love about this time of year is the amazing drink eggnog. Phenomenal. You're either, it's like the licorice of drinks. You either absolutely love it or you despise it. It seems to be uh, more, and I get it with the heat and all that kind of stuff, it seems to be more the nay camps around Australia. But you know what, that's cool. I, I, I will learn to live with that. I tell a tale of how much I love eggnog, Tony, from when I worked here last time. I feel like I know where this is going. Yes. I spoke (laughs) on air about how amazing eggnog is. Nothing's changed in 14 years of broadcasting for me. Okay. I just just recycle things every year. Just love eggnog. Just love going on air at this time of year and spruiking. Is this cash for comment? How amazing (laughs) eggnog is. Are you getting paid in eggnog? (laughs) (laughs) I wish. Go to JB's house, open up the fridge, and it's just like just eggnog. A sponsored pool's fridge (laughs) with eggnog. Um, So I was talking on air uh, when I worked here last time. must have been maybe 2008 about how phenomenal eggnog is and how we all need to drink it. All right. And... I went no, to the, that's subjective, everyone. Subjective. I went to the phones, you know, three callers saying how disgusting and vile it is and how I have no taste. So you kind of voted out. And then there was a Canadian girl that rang up called uh, Lainey. Yeah. And she spoke about how when she was growing up in Canada, she drank it all the time and then moving out here to Australia, she also likes the fact that at Christmas time she could buy eggnog and she hadn't heard of anyone else other than myself who had publicly said on the record how amazing eggnog is. Who had openly admitted yeah, to Yeah, that had openly <laughs> admitted to liking this stuff, right? Yeah. So we're instantly buddies, right? Okay. That night, so that was about 4.30 in the afternoon. That evening I go to Woolworths and I buy one single bottle of eggnog, right? It's there in the basket. At least a day's ration. Oh, a couple of hours. <laughs> it was over by 9 o'clock it would have been empty. Gross. I've gotten to the checkout and I've got the one bottle of eggnog in, in the trolley and probably, I don't know, copious amounts of alcohol and stuff like that because, you know, I was bachelor JB back then. Christmas. and Yeah, Christmas cheer. And this girl in front of me has turned around and has gone, you're buying eggnog. And no she, she had a, And she had like a Canadian accent, right? Oh I've looked God. in the trolley in front of her. She's got like nine bottles of the stuff sitting there. Whoa. And I've gone... You're you're the girl. You're Laney, and she's like, yeah. So, like, literally an hour and a half after. Uh, look, I know Tamworth's a small place, but I run you into her buying switch. all the nog. You flick, you flicked on yeah. the buy eggnog switch. Crazy. Do you know what? I feel like I'm going to put people that like eggnog mm. and tell me, do you like um, putting alcohol bread, in it? Bread pudding, like pudding mm. made of bread. No, 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 really. Oh, I no. feel like they go hand in hand. <laughs> <laughs> like people who like kinda pudding made of bread, which, let me say, that is the worst dessert ever. <laughs> <laughs> who puts bread in their dessert? Come on. Um, I feel like they go hand in hand. But, yeah, I mean, I've only ever had eggnog when it's like just a little bit of eggnog in the brandy. Yeah, no, nice, yeah. <laughs> the ratio is like 80% brandy, yeah. 20% nog. Yeah, yeah. okay. But then I can the see why thing, you like that. It's just like I'd rather just have the brandy. Yeah, no, fair enough. That's all right. It's, it, look, it's very much an acquired taste. So all the other eggnog lovers out there, and look, quite often when I go to Woolworths or Coles or Audi or wherever, 
the socks are low. So if someone out there is buying it, you're telling me I'm not buying the nog and it's someone's clearing it out for me to clean up and buy it. So I think someone they don't out there, order very much. Silent majority. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like growing yeah. up I never saw eggnog yeah. and it was like it just became a thing maybe in the last 10 years. Look, I... Look, I've been in radio for 14. Coincidence, you be the judge. <laughs> this is the best of JB for breakfast on 92.9. This is what we scrounge up from breakfast with JB on 92.9. The word of the year, I love this stuff anyway, but especially after the year that we've been through, what would the word of the year be? We covered this off a couple of uh, weeks ago. I think the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. It was that uneventful. I can't remember what their word of the year was There's now. There's a few like overseas yeah. ones that were kind yeah. of like, you know, oh, pandemic. Yeah. Wow, so original. <laughs> yeah. I like this one because this is the Macquarie Dictionary. So this is the Australian Dictionary, right? Their word of the year. ISO. No, oh. not ISO. No, this is a very left-of-field one. They voted doom-scrolling. Doom scrolling. Yeah, doom scrolling as a word of the year. I don't know if I used it too often. I guess it is like, it is kind of new. So you can't put in, you can't choose the word of the year that's like not really new. Yeah. It has to be like new. Yeah, 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 Yeah. exactly. And it's a nice little flashpoint of time, the word of the year. Like you go back, I went back last week to sort of the early 90s words of the year and it's like the letter E, you know, when they used to put E on front of everything, it was the e-books and e-commerce and all that stuff. And I think like online shopping was one. Yeah, the e-commerce. Surfing mm. the web was another one, you know, 9-11 was. So it's one of those things where you go back through time. You can time. tell what kind of year it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think, you know, in 20 years' time, we'll look back at doom scrolling and go, yeah, that was a crap year. Yeah, so we were Terrible. scrolling. In January, we were scrolling. And then by March, we were doom scrolling. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Exactly. <laughs> Um, they also s- created a separate category for words specific to COVID-19, the Macquarie Dictionary has, and Rona was voted as number one uh, okay. on that yeah, list. Yeah, there we go. That's the Aussie coming out right there. Rona. I was going to say, they've got to at least pick one of them. I feel like no one even calls it Corona anymore. Nah. Just, the only time we do that is in like a news bulletin when you have to say things properly. Yeah, of course. Uh, Covidiot was a, a runner-up in that category as well, and Covid Normal was another one yeah, as well. Okay. And Covidiot to me is just that that video at Woolworths with those women uh, fighting over toilet paper. That to me is like the the absolute epitome of Covidiot. Yeah. Yeah. And all the ones that were up at the police down in Victoria as well for all the mask laws and everything like that. Or the ones that protested the week (laughs) after their restrictions were lifted. Yeah. And they were protesting restrictions. And it was like, you know, it's over. Or you sew up your own. Dictionary. <laughs> Dictionary. <laughs> um, in the general vocab lifts, if we go back to that, Karen was a runner-up. Oh, poor Karens yes. all over Australia. Yeah. They, they had a, they had a neat, if you've had a bad year, Karen's had a, probably had a worse year. <laughs> yeah. And also some of the other runner-ups too, including uh, the, include the Quarantini, which is the Quarantine and the Martini mixed together. Oh, yeah. A bit of alcoholic drink. I like that. Quarantini. I, I like yep, that. I was going to say, my vote. feel like my mum um, helped them get that word in there. <laughs> <laughs> and a couple of other bizarre ones. I never even heard of this. Sky Puppy? which refers to a bat or another flying mammal. 
I that I don't. Wow, that must have been a bubble somewhere. Yeah, I missed that one yeah. too. That's got to be the Macquarie Dictionary bubble. I think whatever their academics in their office. Are. Yeah, exactly. In their office, yeah. they're all like, "Oh, sky puppy!" Hell, <laughs> stop it! Hell, the sky puppy! The sky puppy! Hell, there were a couple of them pooped on the Mercedes last night when I was parked <laughs> in the driveway. Hell, you don't say. Yes. Uh, and also Bonk Band made the list as well. Oh, yeah. So there we go. That one's been on the rounds for a few years. Yeah, yeah. But it's just too Finally good. It's made too it. good to, it's too good <laughs> yeah. to give up, isn't to, it? To let I think we'll be, you know, that's going to hang around for a little while, I reckon. <laughs> Every time someone <laughs> literally slips up. <laughs> <laughs> there we go, the words of the year, and we can let that one slide now. It's done. All right. Bye, Karen. Yeah. Bye, Rona. (laughs) Bye, what was it? Uh, I've forgotten it already. Uh, Sky Puppy. Sky Puppy, yeah. That's never going to take off. That's like fetch. This is the best of JB for breakfast on 92.9. This is what we scrounge up from breakfast with JB on 92.9. Lots of people buying uh, puppers this year. Everyone except me. Yeah, everyone except you. All I wanted was a puppy. Oh, did you? Really? I mean, I had a, I had, well, my flatmate had a puppy yeah. for the first half of the year. Yeah, yeah. Which I stole every day at lunchtime. What breed was it? Do you know? Uh, See it if it's on a this list. A little, um, Scotty Terrier slash oh, yeah. Maltese. Yeah, okay. A yeah. rescue pup. Oh, lovely. What was his name? Oh, my God. <laughs> Just mental blank. You stole this dog every day and you didn't know its name. <laughs> oh, no, I do know its name. Oh, my God, I can't think of it. <laughs> Sorry, I'll put you All on right, the spot. Anyway. Moving on, it'll come to me. Lottie, that's it. Lottie, I yeah. like that. That's good. Hey, um, the most popular dog breeds according to Pet Insurance Australia, because these guys would know, because yes. have to insure them all. And they would know? get the names and list the names. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Um, so they've broken it down to male and female. So top five female oh. dog breeds for this year. I oh, know I didn't think it really mattered, but yeah. anyway, apparently it does. A Groodle is a number five. What is that? I have no idea. Something with a poodle, I'm assuming. A Great Dane poodle. Oh. <laughs> Imagine that. How does that even happen? Uh, the good old classic Labrador at number four. Oh, yeah. Love a lab. Golden Retriever at three. I don't know. I don't know the difference between. Them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know they're a bit like that. I think golden retrievers are the the fluffier ones, aren't oh, they? Okay. They got more All fluff right. on them. Anyway, um. <laughs> that's what we're. That's the official statement. Yeah, that's now, guys. it. That's from us. Thank God we're not in vet practice. French bulldogs at number two. Oh, yeah. Nikki, our manager, breeds them. I think. Yeah, she does. So, she has um, a very cute little picture on her desktop. Yeah, there you go, Nikki. You get some more. Uh, you know, popular jobs. Yeah, very popular. Number two, there we go. And the Cavoodle was the most popular uh, yeah. female dog breed. What's that? That's a, it's King Charles Cavalier Spaniel <gasps> slash Poodle, isn't yes. it? Yes. Because you cross anything with a Poodle and it's supposed to, like, stop them from shedding. Oh, really? Is that yeah. why they do it? That's why there's so many, like, ah. oodles and doodles and poodles, <laughs> you know? like. <laughs> I thought it was just because the name's funny. No. So, they're, yeah, right. They're, they're um, like... Coat yep. doesn't shed. Yep. So if you cross animals with them. Oh, cool. Yeah. Or not animals, other dogs. Yes. <laughs> Keep it a, in there. A snoodle. It's a snake <laughs> and a poodle. Oh my God. <laughs> There's a thought for you. Top uh, male dog breeds. Number five, it's a miniature Dutch hound. Oh then, my are God. Are they just sausage, sausage dogs? dogs? That's them? Yeah. yeah. I love them. Cute. I want to get one of them and call it Frank. Number four is the French bulldog at number four. The Border Collie at number three. Oh, yeah. They're crazy dogs, they are. Yeah, I love Border Collies too. Uh, Number two, the Golden Retriever. 
That's kind of like the Labrador, but fluffier. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And number one is the Cavoodle for the men's dogs as well. So told you. Cleaning up. And they're quite a good, like, height as well if they're crossed with the Cocker Spaniel. I think that's why they're so popular. For a Cavoodle? Yeah, because the height is a little bit lower than, like, a... Bigger poodle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Most popular dog breeds. Lovely stuff. Hopefully you got one of them during the year. Also depends where you are as to what type of dog breed. Oh, definitely. I feel like when I was living in Newcastle, so many French bulldogs. Yeah. But then when I was living near Centennial Park in Sydney, it was like these Japanese spitzers, which I've never heard of or never seen in my life, but they're like some kind of designer dog basically. Uh. And every time... Lottie and I would walk around Centennial Park during our COVID lunch breaks. There'd yeah. be all these like dogs, and I was like, "What are they?" Yeah. And then someone told me once they're Japanese Spitzer. That sounds like a plane. Yeah. Sounds well, like if a you Japanese look at it- World War Two bomber plane. <laughs> bringing the Japanese Spitzer. Uh, no. Um, I don't know. They do have a really long snout. <laughs> I could imagine they would. <laughs> but I don't think they can take off. So. <laughs> this is the best of JB for breakfast on ninety two point nine. This is what we scrounge up from breakfast with JB on 92.9. The most Googled search terms for 2020 and surprisingly Australia bucked the trend from pretty much every other country on the planet where the most Google searched thing was coronavirus or COVID-19. People punching that into Google to find out more about it and, you know, how you get it and where it comes from and everything like that. Australia had something else that we searched more than COVID-19 this year. I wonder wonder if you looked at like a month-to-month thing, like where it dropped off. Because we did kind of like do a lot better than everyone else. yeah. The most Google searched news event for 2020 for us... Mm. was the US election. What? Yeah, we cared about that more this year, more more people punching in US election wow. than COVID. So I think you're right. I reckon beginning of the year, COVID had to be a number one on the Google search. US election, no yep. one cared. As our COVID-19 numbers became better and, you know, we all started coming out of lockdown and isolation stuff, that was when the US election was starting to pick up sort of September, October, more people punching that in, especially with how bloody confusing the US election is. I think that's it too, is that, like, we we obviously care about democracy and we we also are like, how did you pick this guy and are you really going to do it again? And it makes you think, like, how did he get in? Like, how does your system work that it... You know, you ended up with this situation. Yeah. So we're all like, how does it work? Yeah, no, exactly. So that's why it's number one. COVID two fires near me was the third most searched oh. item of the uh, the year. Uh, coronavirus in Victoria was fourth. Toilet paper was five. How embarrassing. Some weird ones. The Qantas share price was the seventh most Google news item. That's weird. That that well, was that was CEO man of Qantas. What's his name? Just sitting there in his office it's punching going, it in all what's the time. Happening? What's happening? <laughs> I was Will gonna I get say my bonus? fires near me might have been I reckon I heavily contributed to that because yes. I just like didn't download the app. And so, like, I kept putting it into (laughs) Google. Don't worry, guys, I've got the app now. (laughs) Uh, The the top five recipes of the year on Google. Sourdough. Uh, Close, number two. Uh, Donut was five. Spaghetti bolognese, four. Beef stroganoff, (laughs) three. Sourdough, two. Hand sanitizer. 
was really? number one. People making their own hand sanitizer, which was also no- the number one how-to. How-to makes hand sanitizer was the number one how-to, along with how to make a face mask and how to use Zoom was Aww, number three. Look at us at home. <laughs> we're being clean. We're taking care of ourselves and we're communicating. That's it. The, the top three definitions searched on Google Branch stacking was number three. Oh, dear. Pandemic was two. And COVID was the number one definition search. That actually, like, that really gives me a little bit of hope for, like, Australia's democracy that people cared enough about branch stacking to go and ask what is it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And the can eyes of the Google, uh, number five, how many people can I have in my house? <laughs> Number well, it changes every day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I don't know that Google even has the answer. <laughs> Number four, can I access my super? Oh, dear. Number three, where can I get tested for coronavirus? Yeah, that's decent. Because it was confusing at some point. It was, yeah. I, I remember yeah. when I had to get the test back yeah. in um, like March, I was like, where can I go? And... The, the place that they had it at was yeah. like, the na- they had, the way they had it listed was the name of the house in the hospital. Oh. And so like, I couldn't tell where that was yeah. and it didn't come up on maps. And I was like, where can I get tested? <laughs> <laughs> where else can I go? Number two, where can I buy hand sanitizer? And number one, no surprises here, where can I buy toilet paper? Oh was my most God, Google really? Well, I think the answer to that one was nowhere for about yeah. six dark weeks there back in the middle of the year. God, that was a horrible time. I do remember. Year, wasn't it? I do remember trying to buy a hand sanitizer and Googling that because yeah. I was working in a um, like public customer service role yeah. and we needed like our company decided there was like, you know, a cleaning regime. This was in early March, yeah. like before the lockdowns. Yeah. And we used to get our stuff delivered from Officeworks, yeah. but they didn't have any left. Yeah. So yeah. we went to every supermarket, every Officeworks, every, like every store yeah. in the Sydney Sound. CBD, yeah. like I'm not kidding, everywhere, yeah. nothing. Yeah. Couldn't get anything at all. Ended up with someone that worked at our same store but at the airport yeah. buying all the mini ones from the airport <laughs> like because yes. no, no one was really in the yeah. airport, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, no, that's valid. Yeah, I like that. That was where you could also steal all the toilet paper from as well was the airport because <laughs> no one was using the toilets on the plane or on the you know, sneak on the Boeing and steal a couple of rolls. You could have Google searched how to make your own hand sanitizer as well if you really wanted to give it a try. Yeah. Make some sourdough while you're at it. Lovely. Just don't mix them together. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. This is the best of JB for breakfast on 92.9. This is what we scrounge up from breakfast with JB on 92.9. We've got all the mountaineering news you need to know. This is this is just huge news. I know you've been waiting for this. Look, I didn't, I'm quite nerdy with these things. I didn't even know that they'd been debating about this for a long time. China and Nepal have been at each other's throats for a long time debating about the height of Mount Everest. I feel like I'm sensing a vibe here. China just wants to be right. <laughs> well, they've come to an agreement this morning. Oh, good on them. Maybe this... we can go to Nepal for some um, diplomacy yeah. assistance. They've, they've finally come to an agreement. The world, play along at home here, people. Write this one down, memorise it. The height now officially of Mount Everest, just to solve all future arguments, is 8,848.86 metres high. We've what was done it that. Before? 
Well, it's slightly more than Nepal's previous measurement and about four times higher than China's. So this is how they've done it, okay? This goes back a long time. So Everest's height was first determined by the Brits in 1856 as being 8,842 metres. But the most accepted height was 8,848 metres, which was determined by the Survey of India Company in 1954. Then in 1999, the National Geographic Society team used the new GPS technology and came up with a height of 8,850 metres. However, China's team said, no, we're not counting that because we're not including the snow cap on the top. So we're going with 8,844.43 metres as the official height. So it's all within 10 metres is what they're worried about when this is something that's over 8,000 metres. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know. And then the Nepalese government have gone, no, 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 we disagree with that. We're going with like 8846. And then China went, no, no, it's 8848. It's been carrying on like a pork chop. And then finally, uh, Xi Jinping visited Nepal in 2019 and said, you know what, we have to sort this out. You have to get on the same page. We need to agree on this. So they finally have China sent a surveying team up earlier on this year. Nepal they did had the time same to do thing. All that. Yeah, I know. Wow. Crazy in the middle of a global pandemic. Everything. <laughs> Let's measure a mountain. Yeah. We've already measured 5,000 yeah. times. Get out the big tape measure again, guys, out of the <laughs> warehouse. You stand at one end. We'll walk up the top. Hold on tight. Yeah, exactly. And um, they finally, finally agreed on it. They both met at the top. 448? Uh, yeah, f- uh, no, 8848.86 is yeah. the official high it's now. It's just right in the middle of everything. Yeah, yes. That's what diplomacy is, guys, meeting in the middle. Exactly right. Literally. Meeting, yeah, meeting in the middle at the top of the mountain and going, what does your tape measure read? What does mine read? Great, let's shake on it. But how tall is the person holding it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. What's the snow cap, you know? Um, Nepal's climbing community welcomed the end of confusion over the mountain's height. So there you go. Everyone's happy now. China's happy. That's some good news for 2020, still, isn't it? There's still a few people who climbed it when the official height was like 50 <laughs> and they're like, nope, yeah. I've climbed higher than yeah. you. I, got, I was there when it was 50. Yeah, that's it. So there we go. Some good. That's some happy news for 2020, right? That right yeah. there is an example of diplomacy working. So to make a really serious matter a little bit more lighthearted, guys, we might be able to end the trade disputes. Yes. Let's get Nepal in. They can <laughs> yeah. Be a mediator. I like bring it. the tape measure. <laughs> sort it out. This is the best of JB for breakfast on 92.9. This is what we scrounge up from breakfast with JB on 92.9. I love from time to time when people try and get the personalised number plates and the government go, no, you're not allowed to have that as a personalised number plate. And usually, yeah, that's where it's left. It's all good. They've um, reamed a high-profile Sydney lawyer for a personalised number plate that he's registered. The number plate is LGOPNR. L P O L. We'll do that again. It's too early in the morning for I letters. Need to say this. L G O P N R. When I saw this flash up on TV the other night, I thought, "Has he got like? Is that abbreviated for like Lego power?" That's what I thought. 
I thought Lego Power when I saw no, that. I'm not. I'm not getting it. Hold on. L G O P N R. Let's go. I was going to say pro bono, but no. <laughs> let's go. I mean, he's a lawyer. Yeah, but so, someone who would yeah, do that kind of yeah. number plate, probably. <laughs> oh, yeah. Probably yeah. do pro bono. No. What does it stand for? Leg opener. Ew. Yeah, that's what I thought as well. Uh, the state government's transport body has deemed it potentially offensive. Yeah, it's great. So I've said you're not allowed to have that. Um, he clashed with them in court in early September and won his case on a technicality, but Transport New South Wales have now uh, basically hit him up again and said, no, nah, we're cancelling your registration. Too bad. He's got a bright yellow Lamborghini, too, I'll oh, make as would. a side he note. Would. Yeah. I was uh, going to say, what kind of car is this on? <laughs> Do you yeah. know what? <laughs> we should uh, strap him to Ooh. the car, yeah. legs wow. open, and be like... <laughs> Enjoy that, you Lego <laughs> He said it's freedom of speech, freedom of ex- expression, and it's a pushback against censorship and abuse of power, he said. It's know, tongue-in-cheek, I... funny, humorous, and taking the mickey to my reputation as a playboy, the lawyer said. I absolutely hate people who use freedom yes. of speech as, like, an excuse to be an idiot yeah, yeah. or rude or discriminatory or, I mean, yeah, oh my God, it's so funny. Well, why don't you just like put it on your bed head? Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Like put it somewhere where you can enjoy it, but it like putting it on your number plate, you don't Mm. even see your own number plate. Do you know who sees your number plate? Everyone else. Yeah. So how about you put it on your, get the number plate. Yeah. Enjoy the number plate. Put it on your bed head, on your door frame, whatever you want, mate. But why does the rest of the world have to see it? Exactly. Uh, The prosecution representing Transport New South Wales said something similar to you, Tony. Um, Or kind of. He he said ownership, uh, the transport body has ownership of all special number plates and has the ability to recall plates at any point. Uh, This is going towards the court about whether to uphold or dismiss the appeal. Uh, The lawyer has said, if I win, my new plates I'm thinking of registering will be winner. And if I lose, I probably won't bother with anything, is what he told reporters. I feel like everyone needs to know his name and his photo so that (laughs) no one will ever touch him again. Uh, Peter Levac is the guy's name. You can Google search it yourself, a.k.a. what the car looks like and what he looks like as well, and you can make your own judgments there. But Peter (laughs) Levac, L-A-V-A-C, he was a former Hong Kong proud cross prosecutor as well. Yeah, sounds so, like an absolute stooge. Go. With Lego power as the number plate. That's what I'm going with, Lego power. I actually power. like that. I like that, yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should just come up with another kind of like rude acrostic poem for this thing. This is the best of JB for breakfast on 92.9.